This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I am Bill McMinn along with Eric Barfell, and we are talking about perseverance in this one, meaning hang in there, don't give up. And one of the uh, famous speeches in World War II is Winston Churchill talking to his people, and it was a big, longer speech. And toward the end, he said, we shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. And I love the man. You talk about a guy that lived in his day that motivated his people. That was that guy because he realized him, them in France. And they're like, even if no one comes to our aid, we're not giving up. Wow. So apparently America had not entered into the arena at this point, And France was got dominated by Germany. Mm-hmm. They're trying to, they're bombing the ever living daylights out of England. I mean, there were rough days for the English people. And to hear that speech, we can't give up. Like, guys, mm-hmm. we cannot surrender our country no matter oh, yeah. what. And and I love that. And I think as a, as a Christian, there's got to be that mentality of I'm not going to quit no matter what. Like, no matter what people say, no matter what happens to me, I'm just not going to quit. I got to persevere. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it's all about. It doesn't matter. You know, one thing, you know, in my... Uh, sport of cycling, I, I try to do a little more like endurance, like longer efforts and stuff. I'm not good at it. There's always someone, there's always a lot of people who are like way better than me, but I don't give up. And that's one thing I, I feel like I'm kind of recognized for in my little circle of cyclists, friends. Uh, I'll always try. Right. And every time I get a little bit better and I always get dropped. And then it's like later in the ride, five miles to go, three miles to go. I don't get dropped till like the very end. Right. I just can't hang on anymore. But it's like, I don't give up. I keep going. I'm always going to show up the next Saturday. Always going to try my best. Yeah, what level of cyclists are you competing against when you're doing these? Kind um, of like you're in a virtual. It's not races. It's just group rides. No, we're, this is like in the summer Oh, this is stuff. the real yeah, group ride. Okay. The real, the real world. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're just stronger than me. They're just better than me and they just go faster than me and they can hold it for longer. Basically. It's just like some days I can in the first half, but some days when we're holding like 25 miles an hour, it's like, it's brutal. I can't do this for oh, two no. full hours. I'd be like so 16 miles like, an hour. Like <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even be close. It's, the rest of us though, the normal people wouldn't even be close yeah, to right, right. 25 miles an hour. But I mean, even my, even my parents, they just go leisurely and on their, you know, 30th anniversary, they're like, wow, we did 30 miles. I'm like, that's awesome. They're right. like, oh, it took us forever. You know, right. seeming, I was like, but you did it. And that's right. what matters. Right. And that's a celebration of a marriage <clears throat> milestone. And you celebrated right. by cycling the same. Right. And I was like that. That's, I think that was just like the coolest thing. Right. So, you know, because it is tough, especially as if you get like that, that 25 it. year anniversary and it finally gets here for you and like way in the future, mm-hmm. make sure you get Bethany a bike and yeah. just say, or you can say, we'll run 25 miles. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> she don't could know. do it. She has done yeah. it. Not only could yeah. she do it and she has, cause she'd ran a marathon one time. Yeah. It's been a few years. Yeah. <clears throat> Talk yeah. about perseverance though. Right. Oh, your wife would kick my butt on a run. Like I know mm-hmm. even now she's not running. She's still cure. I know she would crush yeah. me because I'm just not fast. That's my, uh, that's one thing I always, uh, when I like to run in the morning when I can, cause no one's on the trail mm-hmm. and I don't have to worry about somebody outrunning me from behind. 
you know, yeah, <clears throat> so, right, and sometimes right. that's the thing where you're thinking I'm going to get out running. So then, you know, if like you pass them, you don't know where the person behind you is going to turn around. So then you start running faster. So I've had a couple days like that recently. Now my feet feel like I'm starting to get plantar fasciitis. So I'm like, yeah, because oh, you're trying to run sprints yeah. and you're trying to do right, this stuff. Right. No, I, I've done <clears throat> one, maybe two, five K's in my whole life. And they were, they were fundraisers in the right. County for some good stuff. And I was like, Oh, it's only three point whatever, 5K is three point some yeah, miles. Right. Like, it's not that bad. I used to do it in high school all the time. Dude, I'm so removed from high school now. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it was brutal. But my you, goal is to do it not like at least jog the whole time. I think right. I stopped a couple times. I, I kept it moving. I kept walking. But it's like, I'm like gasping for air right now. Yeah. Like, and it was cold. It was in the fall. My throat is just on fire. Oh, it was. I mean, that's all I like, do is three times going. a week. Like, I'm out there running the the 5k pretty much yeah. distance. And so I'm, I'm constantly doing it. So oh, that's good. I love it. But that first half mile, you're like, what am I, what, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Like, seriously, what am I doing right now? Because you're like huffing and puffing and it kind of hurts sometimes. Yeah. And oh yeah. What I find is my last mile is usually my fastest mile. Okay. Like I get stronger as I go and I get faster because I'm just, I'm starting to loosen up and, you know, it just yeah. goes better yeah. for me than the initial mile oh, yeah. goes. And then my last story, um, my friend Keenan Franley, uh, this is a few years ago. He, he he had a goal. He's like, Eric, I want to bike a century, 100 miles, and I want to do it before uh, his first child was born. Just, you know, one more milestone he wanted to hit. I was like, okay, so I got this other buddy. So there's three of us. Keenan designed the route, like all these roads in Ashtabula County. He found every hill in the whole county, <laughs> all in one 100-mile right. ride. Man, it was freezing cold in the morning. It's pouring rain. Then it's drizzling. And it was, like, condition-wise, miserable. We're, we're eight miles in. My feet, my socks are just completely saturated. And I'm looking at my other buddy, like, are we actually going to do this? Like, it, it, the cloud is so, the sky is so dark and cloudy. It's raining. I'm like, we have 100, oh. we have, like, five more hours. Like, let's let's just do it next weekend. It'll right. be that much better. But because I was with them... We did not quit, and we did the whole thing. Yeah, and it, it got a little better. It warmed up a little bit. It dried out, but I mean, I, like that first eight miles out of a hundred. Right. I was like, "Are you guys ready?" Because like I'm done when you're done, <laughs> but if we're gonna keep going, okay. I, I so going back to per perseverance, like having people alongside you who are who are running the same. So it race, wasn't fun the whole way. Absolutely not. Was it fun later when you thought about it? Yeah, very uh, type two fun. If exactly. you will. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, where I was going. Back, yeah, that's it, where it, it was, was a going. blast. And like I, I've used <laughs> right. that as an example, but it's like if it was just me, oh no, I would have quit. Right. I wouldn't have even gotten up. I would have woke up, saw that it was raining, gone right back to bed. Right. But I had two other guys doing it with me, counting on me in in a sense. I was like, all right, that's perseverance. We'll right. do it and, together. And spiritually, that's the way it has to be. Like, you have to keep your faith. You have to persevere. Now, sometimes other people being in it with you, I mean, definitely helps mm -hmm. you when you don't feel like you're all alone. You're out there by yourself. I think, you know, that's when you're that lone wolf, it probably gets harder. Yeah. But you need to yeah. be there. And it says in uh, Matthew 10, 22, you'll be hated by everyone because of me. The one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Perseverance of the saint is a clear doctrine. The, the ones who are going to be saved are the ones who keep at it. You know, you can't, you can't give up. Uh, Matthew 24, 12 through 13, because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. And then he talks about the gospel being preached everywhere. Uh, Revelation has pretty much the same thing. Be faithful, even to the point of death, and I will give you, give you life as your victor's crown. So you've got 
Revelation, New Testament, is this concept of you've got to stay with it. Mm-hmm. You can't give up. Yeah. But I fear at times that people are tempted to give up. And one of the things that he mentioned in Matthew uh, 24 is the love of most will grow cold. You know, why Why are would people quit? The love of most will grow cold. Then another question he asks, when I return to earth, will I find faith? So to me, when I'm looking at, well, what are the temptations for people to quit? Well, he, I mean, he mentioned the love, people's love kind of dying out. And then he also mentioned, will I find faith? Like, are people still going to be believing in me? So those are two areas. I think our love and our faith mm-hmm. are two things that we could take a look at and say, are we standing strong in that? Yeah. Yeah. No, even things um, like if you don't, if you're starting something up, it's like, is this going to be worth my time and effort? Cause I have no idea what the end end results going to look right. like. I don't know. Are right. you going to continue to pursue that? Right. And so for me, I'm not, I'm not much of a visionary, but if I know someone who's gone before and like exercise and fitness or some event or whatever, and they're like, Oh, this was a big hit, like right. well worth it. Well worth the money and the time and the energy. Oh, okay. Like let's give it a swing. Right. Let's give it a try. But what about your Christianity? What would cause you to quit your Christianity? See, he's talking about what your faith is and your walk with God, that there mm. were people actually quitting. I mean, we see people quit on church. We see people quit on God and, mm-hmm. and walk away. Uh, people that were strong, next thing you know, they're living just like the rest of the world and they're not, what happened? You know what I'm saying? Like what happened to that, that mm. you're quitting? And that's where I'm getting with the love part and the faith part. Well, maybe two components are the love of most will grow cold. Well, maybe as a church, people are quitting. Perhaps they're not experiencing that love. Like mm. they're not experiencing people care about them. Oh, they're I experiencing yeah. perhaps judgment or criticism. They're not really experienced people mm. love on them. Yeah. Does, that, does that make sense to you? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, a lot of people, especially if you're new to church and new to the faith, it's like, kind of exploring what it's all about and you have a lot of um previous ideas of what you think it might be i could see that right you're like because you ex- you expect one thing and it's maybe something it may be worse right. maybe it is what you expected and not a good thing um no i think that's the importance of like handshake time like right. you're meeting new people reaching out beyond your own bubble beyond right. your little click yeah it's great to have your own best friends and everything but like reach beyond that right because there's there's people who need, agree. need that connection, need that um, belonging in a sense, right. you know? Right. So, yeah, so you, so you continue along and you're you're helping people, you're loving people, your faith. So I, I'm thinking about those things. I'm like, okay, those are, those are definitely things that we should watch out for. I think of the seed sower parable and what he talked about there, like good seed. Well, the good seed was a fruit that endured. Like it was mm-hmm. a seed that went in and it grew a crop and you're actually bearing fruit. Yeah. Right, and right, and right. you got thirty fold, sixty fold, hundred fold, whatever it is. But the two seed, the two seed soils that we could look at would be, you came to the time of trial, mm. and you quit. Yeah, or the cares of the world choked it out. Mm-hmm. I think so. So if you look at the words of Christ, you know what would cause somebody to quit? Well, trial could, mm-hmm. and also the cares of the world. You just yeah. got busy. You just got caught up. Yeah. You kind of got not really a priority for you. I think a lot of people are right there. I mean, they just. So they, they didn't, some of them didn't intend to quit church or not. They just got caught up in life and you know, it could have been COVID. It could have, you know, I just didn't come anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy used to watch it on TV. I'm not. Yeah. And it's just, man, life happened, yeah. you know, and next thing you know, three years are going by. Next thing you know, it's going to be another five on top of that. And right. 
So the cares of the world, I think, are two yeah, things you could do. Some too. other better option comes up. Um, oh, yeah, I just prefer to spend my Sunday morning right. this way. It's like, well, it seems like you were coming for the social aspect right. or something. And, you know, or my friend doesn't go here anymore, so I'm, I don't really go here. And you're like, well... Yeah, what about communion? Really what about, the, yeah. you know, some of the really sacraments? faith then. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think somebody who doesn't go to church is, I would never say they're not going to heaven, you know, you didn't go to yeah. church. I mean, I'm not even beginning to say that. I'm not saying that they lack faith or their faith ended. These are people like, when it says persevering to the end, these are people that at the end of the game don't have faith. Mm-hmm. Like the people Christ is talking about, when I come to earth, am I going to find faith there? Right. Because that's, that's a challenge as things get more dull a little bit. You know, as we come towards the end of the time, the skies, spiritually speaking, get a little darker. Sometimes it's harder to maintain that faith because the ugliness that we're seeing around us. Um, I would clearly say that people are part of the problem. In other words, Mm -hmm. why do people discourage to the point of wanting to quit and give it up? It's based on how they've been treated by other Christians. And we need to be making sure that we treat people with love, that we treat people the way that God told them to, that we not be that reason that somebody wanted to quit on church. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I, I have the exact same mentality in youth group and I tell my leaders this often. You know, it's pretty obvious to see the brand new kid who just walks in and there's because they stay in the gym like this. Right. No, they're not talking to anybody. No one's talking to them. It's like, that's who you should look for. Right. Go to them, meet them, introduce them. Now, on the flip side, I also tell the brand new students, like, if I meet them on Sunday morning, whatever, say, do your absolute best to come here three weeks in a row. Right. Come here with an open mind. Right. Bring your Bible. That way you meet other people. You know their name. They learn your name. Yeah, it takes a couple weeks. Don't expect right. it to be remembered on the second time. But in three weeks' time, then you can make probably a sound judgment. Right. If you came in and you had a good attitude and everything, because you're not going to remember somebody's name right. one week to the next week. No, I think and you're giving them a wise, wise decision. But then once they start, you don't want them quitting on God. And right. one of the problems that we're having, there's probably a lot of teenagers that grow up going to church, that leave, mm-hmm. go to college, and no longer go. Um, they, you're talking about a myriad of people that would say they're God believers, perhaps right. even God fearers, that oh, yeah. aren't. Really participating in faith. I think uh, another issue for people at times, you know, why would they want to bail out? I think if their prayers didn't get answered, Mm -hmm. I think if they feel like, what am I doing? You know, I I prayed about this. I didn't really see anything different because I prayed about a specific thing. And that discouragement, uh, perhaps evil could use it. Maybe it's just our own thoughts kind of get the best of us. And we start questioning things, you know, is God really there? Mm-hmm. Is this really true? Yeah. Did Christ really come back from the dead? Did Christ, right. I mean, I yeah. can see a lot of people asking questions Absolutely. right now. There's no other religion where you have somebody who came back from the dead and all that sure. testimony. I mean, sure. that's, that's one thing where if somebody's going to bail out on Christianity, I would say, well, you know, that, what else, what else are you jumping to? Because I don't see anything better on that horizon yeah. out there mm-hmm. other than this, you know, there's a lot of great teaching and things like that, but those unanswered prayers, I think problems that you encounter in your life, they get overwhelming, make mm-hmm. you want to give up. Absolutely. So no. And that's, that's the old saying when the going gets tough. Yeah. What happens? Tough get going. Yeah, fill in the blank. You tell me. And so some people are like, man, eh, I roll over and go back to bed. That's what I do. Well, <laughs> right. yeah, and it it shows sometimes, you know, right. but sometimes it is um, getting up and, and getting out and everything, right. like being active, staying active. And that, I, to me, that's the importance of, like, being active now and right. having that discipline now. Uh, 
opening up your Bible, knowing how to read the Bible, knowing right. how to study the Bible, knowing to serve and to be involved. Like in the previous podcast, we just talked about like staying active in right. it. Because when you remain active, it's a lot easier to just maintain. Oh, yeah. You get out of the habit. To start it all over again. Yeah, you, you get out of the pattern going. It gets really tough. But I feel, you know, I sense at times, you know, people talk about being church hurt. I've heard that. I've mm-hmm. talked to uh, some of my own family members, not my immediate family, but a little bit outside that ring. And they'll talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I didn't get out of them what exactly happened. I know they don't go to church. I know they don't want anything to do with it. And it's sad because, you know, you don't see that perseverance yeah. where they're they're sticking with it, even though they're raised to believe and they have parents who believe in Jesus Christ, parents who go to church. They're choosing not to go to church. Well, when you say your church hurt, something happened. Right. I mean, somebody either took advantage of your trust or somebody didn't live up to what you thought they should be as a Christian. And then that discouraged you on the whole or my mentality on that has always been, listen, you can have a bad doctor. You don't throw out medicine because of a bad doctor. Mm -hmm. You don't throw out the law because of a bad lawyer. Mm -hmm. You don't throw out church because of a bad pastor. Right. There's going to be bad in any profession there is. I don't care what it is. True. There's going to be somebody there that shouldn't be there. I don't want to throw out everything because I had a bad experience. And sometimes, you know, I'll see people, well, they get mad at something here. Then they're not going to church. I said, okay, well that explains why they don't want to come here but it doesn't explain why they don't want to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, so you don't like that church or that church changed their philosophy, or maybe you grew and you just grew in a different area and that's just not your thing. You want to go find another church that's still Bible believing, but you know, maybe it doesn't have the same practices, yeah. you know, or way, worship style, whatever it is, then go there. Mm-hmm. But don't, don't give up on God. Yeah. That's the thing, man. We just can't give up on our faith. Yeah. No, I, I just had a conversation with a friend uh, not too long ago. He's talking about, he's like, my dad always taught me, don't just like up and leave and quit church to go find a new church he's like because any you'll never find the perfect church right always try to be a part of it and to better it and that would that means you volunteering serving being involved right and he's like there's always going to be gaps and holes to fill do your part do everything you can to help fill right. and close those gaps and better it don't yeah, just it's almost like leave. another topic we talked about that i mean the the answer to me is when like you don't need more critics because everyone's got a different idea right anyway it's like you need you're always going to need more servants you know mm-hmm. people who just want to get involved and you're not you're not here to criticize and pick right. on it you're just here to do what you can to help out i right. think that's i think the unbelief of everyone around us is dawning i think that's one of the things that can really wear on us as Christians is just looking around the media, looking around at what people are saying, looking mm-hmm. around at all the people saying, well, I don't go to church. I don't need yeah. organized religion. I don't go to church. I don't need organized religion. I don't go to church. I don't need organized religion. This is my thing. I just go out in the woods. And I think that could wear on some people after a while. Like you see it enough times, you start to think maybe, maybe that's the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I shouldn't be here around these other people. Maybe I should just be on my own. And I I would say that's unwise and it's not what the Bible says, encourage each other. Right. 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 Don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. There's power in being around other people and in the influence that other people can have in your life for good. Mm-hmm. And you're going to miss out on that if you're not, yeah. if you're not here. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's like sometimes you listen to the media and what everyone saying is saying about the church and uh, Christians and they're hateful and they're intolerant. And, and you're like, Oh, I don't, I don't want to be associated with this. It's right. like, well, what are you a part of that that plays into that? Right. Me and in, in any of the ministries I've ever been involved in and a part of and served with has never been right. Never been that. Oh my goodness. I hear him talk about some churches, churches this, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't know one church like that. Like, I don't know, there's nowhere in this whole like 
immediate area that I can think of that would fit that bill, you know, mm-hmm. what they're, what they're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, we'll get pegged to the bad example, but that's true of anything. Uh, you can look at the worst Democrat and everyone paints every Democrat out of that. You can look at the worst Republican. Right, right. Everyone paints out every Republican by the worst one. And I think that's true of Christians too. You know, they pick out the worst Christian and then paint every Christian out by the worst Christian, which is a thousand percent unfair to, to mm-hmm. the rest of us. But it says, and I'll, I'll close with this. It says in first Corinthians 15, 58, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And that that's an awesome verse to think about. And hopefully we've given you some good things to ponder this week and reflect on. If you find that your faith is wavering a little bit, I love the passage that says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I found a lot of times for me that just going back and reading the Bible and getting into that is is a faith strengthener. You guys all have a great and an awesome week.